0: A good man will make it very clear through his actions, not just once, but over and over and over again that, no, I'm serious about this and that that you're worth it to him to put in that effort. Hey there, welcome back to Gingham and Oak podcast. This is your host Leah here with my sister and co-host Esther. Hey guys. And we are so excited about today's episode. It is our official first one. And as you can tell by the title, if he wanted to, he would. We have quite a few things to bring to you today. Uh, But to start off, I just wanted to tell you about a reel that I watched the other day. It made me laugh really hard. Um, It was this girl and she put on there, I texted this guy like 11 days ago and he read it, but he hasn't responded to me. And I just know that he's coming up with the most perfect response. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard because that is so me. I'm always sitting there like romanticizing the dumbest stuff. Like it's a total clear lack of effort. And I'm like, no, no, no. It, it really is. It's fine. Like, he really cares. I know he does. Um, So anyway, we want to take this episode and really just give you the permission, uh, well, to give yourself the permission to walk away from a man who doesn't want to have a relationship with you or one who's not willing to put in the effort to keep you.
1: Yeah, I love how you said that because this episode really is for two girls, like two groups of girls, in my opinion. Um, The girl who's wanting to be in a relationship, who has found a guy whether it be at church um you know college the you know different not youth groups but young adult classes um and she's just kind of thought like this guy is perfect for me like i love his personality we get along great our families would be perfect together my dad would love him she's built this like perfect case scenario and yet this guy has not approached her once (laughs) hasn't made any effort to talk to her um and really isn't showing any effort as far as pursuing her. And so it's kind of going out to that girl just to give you like, if, the, if you're looking for a sign to move on, like this episode is all about that for you. And to kind of give you some clarity and closure on what is a lack of effort and what is, you know, what am I just having hope for this guy? Is there, is there hope for him? Or should I just let, allow my heart to move on? And the second group of girls that were kind of, hoping to address are the girls that were in a relationship and are, are in a relationship and their guy really started out with a lot of effort and he seemed to really pursue her. And then it just kind of like faded. Like she has shared with him, shared with him what she needs and you know, the affirmations, her love language. And it just seems like he's not putting in the same amount of effort that she's putting in the relationship. So those are the two girls that we really want to kind of speak to today and share our hearts with, because this is A topic that's i mean huge for us because we've both been there on both sides of the spectrum
0: yeah we have been those girls both of them (laughs) more times than we would even care to admit in public um but (laughs) that's why we're very passionate about this and we hope that it will come across well and be a blessing we were laughing earlier because we've gone through this so many different times and fumbled it up (laughs) so many different times just because of the audio or whatever Um, and so we're hoping that it comes across clear just bear with us obviously we're a little nervous and um, and all of that we're new but we're really looking forward to this new new process that we're doing Um, I liked what you said about the whole thing about him being perfect or seemingly perfect and I think it's just an interesting thing to note there could be like the most amazing man on the entire planet right he could fit every box you ever had. He could be all of the things you ever hoped for. But if he is not willing to step up and put in the effort to get to know you, it's just not going to work. Like, if he's not worth waiting for. It's just, it's not worth putting yourself through that emotional trauma over and over again, hoping for him to step up if he doesn't want to. And as we As we go through here, we're going to say like, oh, he's not worth it. Obviously, when we're talking about that, we're not talking about his value as a person. And I think that goes without saying in a lot of ways. But um, obviously, we understand that we're all very valuable to Christ. But what we're talking about here is he's not worth wasting your very valuable time on to hope that something will work out or to hope that it will come together if it's just clearly not happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, Just because I know for me personally, I think coming out of high school, I had a lot of insecurities and then going to Bible college. um, We're young at Bible college. We're all, you know, usually we start in as young freshmen and it was constantly like I would see a guy across the room or, you know, in a class with me and I'm like, this guy just seems to have the perfect, like everything that I've been looking for because as a girl we dream about these characteristics and attributes that we want in a future husband. And so when we see somebody who has some of those things, um, we just kind of like create this ideal, like perfect situation. And then we just consider like, we just sit there hoping and hoping and hoping that they're going to come up to us. And when we say lack of effort, I think that really is like the 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 basis of that is, is he approaching you and starting a conversation? Not is he sliding up on your stories? Is he giving you a reaction on Facebook? Like, is this man approaching you in person, talking to you and making some sort of like initiation of a conversation? Um, Because there's a lot of guys that will just message online. And to me, that doesn't that's not him making the you know it it's not intentionality. I don't find that intentional. Yeah, and there's at nothing
0: all. wrong with that per se, um, but it's just knowing when it should be more than that, right? You know, there's nothing wrong with commenting on somebody's stuff or even swiping up on their stories or no. But if that's the only right, if that's thing the that's only that's form of communication. Right? And not happening
1: in person exactly
0: (laughs) and in the college world especially but really in the adult world too um that's a very common thing like you'll have these thrilling conversations online you're like wow He's so nice. He puts so much effort in. And then he acts like you're not even living when you pass him on a college campus. And you're like, Did we? Is that the same guy that I was just texting? Been there some that. (laughs) (laughs) A very, very common issue. Um, So just knowing when it, you know, when that's fine and that's all good and casual. But if that's what you're basing, like, oh, wow, he's so intentional off of, "Mm, you might want to look into what he's doing, like in person. Um, I know another thing that we always talk about too is I think a lot of guys don't want to come across as the bad guys. Sometimes they don't want to come out and say, Hey, you know what? I'm just really not interested in you. Sometimes we would like them to, it would be easier if they just said like, Hey, you know what? Save yourself the trouble. I don't want you. (laughs) Um, but a lot of them just aren't going to do it. And so I think it's important to have the self-awareness to watch for those signs. And if it's, if it, It's not there and he's not showing the effort to just have the, honestly, the self-respect to just say, hey, this is not working. He's making it so clear with his actions. A man should not necessarily have to come out and tell us like, hey, I hate you uh, for you to be able to think, yeah, this isn't working. Well,
1: it's a lot more black and white than we want to admit right? Like we want to be so hopeful that maybe he's shy. Maybe he hasn't approached me because of all of these different reasons that we've created in our minds. But if he's, if he's not coming up to you, if he's not initiating anything, like that's your answer. That's it. Like there's no, he might want to, maybe it's just a bad day. Like if it's been a few weeks and you're still sitting there hoping. And the problem is, is as girls, we hope and we hold on to hope so tightly sometimes. And that's where the wasted time comes into play because when we look back at how much of a certain season of our life was wasted waiting for this one guy who was never going to be right for us anyway, that's where we're trying to, like, kind of give you a newsflash. Like, reevaluate. It's black and white, girls. Like, if he's not coming up to you, if he's not reaching out, he's not interested. And we don't like that fact, but that's the truth of it. Yeah.
0: And I think if it's looking really gray that's kind of your answer as well because when a relationship is right and when it's just supposed to work there's just it's not there that gray like does he like me does he not is this a thing is it not that's not there in a good healthy relationship now I'm not saying it's not Like, it's not always going to be easy, obviously. And so there's going to be ups and downs. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about that constant wondering of, am I reading this wrong? Am I doing this right? And just, like, looking at it and feeling like it's just very muddled. A good loving relationship will not feel muddled at all. And it's not going to look like that because a good man will make it very clear through his actions, not just once. But over and over and over again that, no, I'm serious about this and that that you're worth it to him to put in that effort. You're not an afterthought. You're not, you know, a side thing in his life. Um, you're not an just, option.
1: You're not one of a few girls that yeah. he's hoping to get to know better. Like his intentionality will be, you'll, you will feel like, okay, he's, he's serious about me. There will be no question about it if it's a guy that's really pursuing you in the right way.
0: Yeah and if there's a question he's either playing you or he's just straight up not interested and that's where you just have to draw that line and discern that for yourself and like Esther said it's not as gray as we would like to think it sometimes so just kind of reevaluate that and think you know what am I actually looking at here is it is it confusion because it's not meant to work out is it really that I'm confused or is it that I don't actually want to admit that I know the truth I know sometimes the thought is what if it's just a timing issue like what if it is really supposed to work out but it's just right now you know we're not in a different different we're in different places in life kind of like right person wrong time and I guess my my question to you would be what do you lose if you get busy while you're quote, waiting for this person. Like if you are, well, A, I don't think you should wait around for anybody, but if you're in this season where you're just kind of feel like you're on hold, you will never regret doing all the things. You'll never regret meeting people and having conversations and making friends and saying yes to those opportunities And I think it's something that we really skip over in our life because whether we would admit it or not, a lot of times we're holding out by saying no to different things that we would typically say yes to. Or we think, well, if this works or, well, I don't really want to do it because like if he's not there and it sounds silly, but we do it whether we think it or not, um, you know, whether we know that we're consciously doing it. But just that um, just that idea of keep doing things keep getting busy and just do all the things because at the end of the at the end of the day at the end of your life when you're looking back at it at least then you can look at it and say hey at least I got to do all these things with my friends and at least I got to do all these cool ministry opportunities and I got to know all of these incredible people and there's not that gap of oh yeah that was when I was doing nothing because I was holding out for whatever fill in the blank
1: yeah that's a hard that's a hard lesson to learn um but it's it's good one. it's a good one to learn um i think with these guys and their disinterest and you know when the guy is not interested in us and we're starting to recognize that we have to separate their disinterest in us from the way that we view ourselves because we all have different personalities and different people you know different things about people that we find attractive Um, and that's not, we shouldn't punish a guy for feeling a certain way. You know, everybody has something that they look for in a future, um, wife. And if that's not us, then that doesn't mean that we're less than like that doesn't make us, um, not beautiful if they're not attracted to us or not have a great personality. If they're hoping to find somebody who's a little bit more shy and we're a little bit more outgoing. Um, so just separate the two things because, you know, as women, we're allowed to to pick who we find attractive and pick who we, you know, would like to fit with. And they're they're allowed to have that same thing. I don't want it to come across like, we're bashing men, we hate all men. Because, I mean, I'm married and Leah's hoping to get married. Um, <laughs> so, like, we don't, we are not feminists in any way. But um, I think we just have to know, like, this, because he's not interested doesn't mean that I'm not enough. Yeah, exactly. And I think... I don't
0: know. We always joke because, well, my family jokes that I have a very specific type, right? And I would just hate if someone told me, Oh, I can't believe you won't go out with that guy because you don't find him attractive or whatever, which actually doesn't really happen much because <laughs> I pretty much say yes to anybody. Well, I shouldn't say it like that because <laughs> I don't You're say yes to everybody.
1: You.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I say yes a lot. Um but you know, we should have that freedom, like you said, to be able to say, you know, hey, I think that person's really attractive or, oh, I really like that personality type and just separating that for ourselves. And I think it's an easy thing to do, like you mentioned, um, and think, oh, they don't like that about me. Like, am I too much? Oh, they don't, you know, they don't like whatever. I mean, we come up with so many different things and just really making those two different things. Because just because someone doesn't like us like that and they don't want to, you know, take it another step with us, it doesn't mean that we're less of people. And someday there may be someone who is totally into that part of us and totally loves that. And you jive with them completely based on those things that someone else felt like was different. So just keep that in mind. And, you know. It's, it's easier said than done because everyone's right. always like there will be someone who will love you for the way you are. <laughs> um, but it really is true because it's just a lot of times it boils down to preference. So don't let someone else's preference like damage your self-esteem for the rest of your life. Yeah,
1: exactly. And we have to be approachable. We have to... Um, you know, be kind. If you're, you know, never smiling and you're constantly looking like <laughs> you me. hate, yeah, hate everyone that comes into contact with you. Um, don't be shocked if somebody doesn't, if a man doesn't feel comfortable enough to approach you and initiate a conversation. And I don't want it to be taken as um, Esther and Leah only believe in a guy making the first move, because I know <laughs> a ton of people who have healthy relationships, strong marriages, and the girl did initiate the first conversation. But The warning here is like, if you're, you know, initiating the second conversation and the third and the fourth and the fifth, like there's a problem there. So it's not that we don't believe that girls can go up and say hi to guys at all. We, we totally are fine with that. But yeah, Esther totally thinks that actually, (laughs) because it may just be how me and Aaron met and how we got married. So we're definitely not opposed to that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, just be approachable. You know, it's, it's something, it's one thing to say, like, You know, they're not approaching me. They don't want to come up. They're not being intentional. But like you also have to like, like your presence has to show and reflect that you are an approachable person. Like people can come up to you. Yeah. So (laughs) they're not
0: afraid, (laughs) (laughs) afraid to talk to you. Um, I think a good test and one that I've used before um, is just. If you feel like maybe you're making all of the first moves and you're always being the one to talk to them first and you see them somewhere and you're always the one to say hi and you're just like, oh yeah, maybe I'm pushing this along like further and you're wondering like how it would work if you weren't pushing it along. A good test for that is to just maybe once or maybe more than once just don't be the first one to go say hi and just just see how it happens. See if he takes the time to say hello to you. It may be that they do and they're like, oh, I just, you know, she's always just the first one to say hi. So I just figured she would always right. say hi first and they don't have a problem with it. They just never thought to do it. So there could be that or you'll find the other side of that where they won't make any effort at all. And you'll be like, wow, um, I didn't say hi and we never spoke again for mm-hmm. the rest of our lives because he just clearly wasn't interested. So I think that's a really good test uh, that's kind of a practical thing that you can do just to see. I'm not saying, like, ignore them and never speak to them again, (laughs) but it can just be a really revealing test of whether it was just, you know, um, not an afterthought, but they just didn't think to do it or whether they're just really not into it. Um, And I thought it was funny what you said about being approachable because (laughs) I feel like you have the... You totally have a choice to be a hermit, right? I love staying home. It's my happy place. And mm-hmm. I just, I love it. I like to be cozy. I like everything about my house. I just enjoy that. And sometimes I need that silence to like recharge and reboot my system for the week. And so I feel like you're totally entitled to that. And I think for a lot of people, it's even a needed um, like break from life. But if you're going to be a hermit, all the time and you're never going to go to any activities and you're never going to put yourself out there in any sort of way or go to any conferences. You can't sit there and be like, Oh, I stayed in my house for the last, you know, three weeks straight. And I have never met anyone. I don't know. I don't know where they are. Um, And so I would just encourage you to get out and start doing those things. Um, My friend, Millie, her dad started doing a singles like get together and my friend jenna and i went as a favor and we were on our way there and we did not want to go because we felt like it was going to be so awkward we pulled off the exit it was like an hour and a half away from us we pulled off the exit we got starbucks we were already running late and we were like whatever we'll get starbucks (laughs) and so we pull off we have our starbucks in hand we're like two minutes from the church and we genuinely looked at each other and said should we just go home Like no one would ever know if we just went home. We could just make up something like, yeah, it was so fun. Loved it. Had a great time. Um, Long story short, we went and we had an amazing time. It wasn't nearly as awkward as we felt like it would be. I mean, it was kind of awkward, but the difference was everybody was feeling awkward. It wasn't like you walk in and someone, you know, walks up to you like Mr. Collins and, you know, (laughs) down on one knee proposes to you, obviously. Um, And it was just such a great time. And I've been to a couple different ones. Um, different conferences, different get togethers. And it's just been so nice to get with people my own age. Just, I don't know, I miss that fellowship from college, just Mm -hmm. being able to have people that are your age and in the same like life stage as you and just hang out and do fun things like play ping pong and card games. And it's just something that I really, you know, miss not having as many people my age here. And so just go do it. I know it will feel awkward, especially if you're more introverted, but it's just so fun. And it's just that reminder of God's probably not going to, like, drop the man in your living room. Okay? (laughs) Like, be just go out there. Like, say hi to people. Exist with, you know, the opposite gender. Just go see them.
1: Well, yeah, I'm just tired of hearing... There's nobody out there. But you're not out there.
0: You're <laughs> yeah, not trying.
1: You're, you're not staying after church for a few minutes to say hi and socialize. You're you're out the door as fast as you can. You're you're not showing up to any activities or any social events at all. And so it's just hard for me to, to have so much sympathy for some of these girls because they're like, well, there's just nobody. I just gave up. Well, keep continuing to put yourself out there. Not in a completely flirtatious way, but just make sure you're, you're meeting people and socializing. Like that's where people will be. They're probably not going to be, like Leah said, dropped into your, from your ceiling yeah. into your living room.
0: And I do have compassion on you. I really do. <laughs> Even though Esther doesn't because she doesn't understand. She's an extrovert. So she doesn't get this. I totally do. But I'm telling you from one introvert to the other, just go do it. It's worth it. It's a growing thing. And you will not regret it. Well, You may regret it a little bit (laughs) (laughs) sometimes, but overall, you'll be so happy and you just never know whether you meet guy friends or girlfriends. It's just such a great experience and really just something that's needed to have fellowship outside of like your cat. Yeah. So, or your dog in my case, poor little Bailey, my little bestie.
1: So our basic point that we wanted to get across for this part of our episode was if he wanted to, he would, if he wanted to approach you and start a conversation, he would. If he wanted to go and talk to your dad because he knows that's something that's important to you, he would and he would really pursue you in a godly way. And if he's not doing that, he probably doesn't want to. Yeah.
0: And it's harsh, but it is, but it's we're, true. We're though.
1: here to shoot straight with you guys.
0: Yeah. Our second half is kind of for the girl who is in a relationship and is just feeling the lack of effort. And this, this half, If we're dividing it into half, it's not really half. But (laughs) (laughs) this part of this episode is probably more personal to me because I have been here more than I've been on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I can relate to it. And I'm just, I feel like it's such a big deal um, because I've experienced that lack of effort. And I've, you know, lived through the questions of, man, why did it start good? Or I thought it started good. And then it just like, tanks so fast and so this is for you and we just have a couple things to think about Um, the first thing is have you voiced your concerns in your expectations Like had a conversation and sat down with your significant other, your boyfriend, or if he's not even your boyfriend, just a friend yet. And have you said like, hey, this is what I need from you to feel safe in this relationship. Or this is something that I find hurtful. Or this is my love language. And I would just really appreciate it if, you know, fill in the blank. Have you had that conversation with them? Because sometimes it can just be a matter of they didn't think about it. Or they didn't realize that their effort had slipped. Sometimes we just need a, you know, someone to jog that for us in our memory and just be like, "Oh yeah, wow, you know, you just really haven't put in as much as you were before." And so it might be something as simple as that, um, but it could be something completely different. It could be, you know, he's just really comfortable where he is and doesn't feel like he needs to put in that effort.
1: Yeah, and when you have that conversation about the things that. You're needing or you would like in your relationship, your current relationship, his reaction is going to tell a lot about what he believes. A ton. And it's not just about what he says because in the moment, more than likely, if he's not a total loser, he's probably going to agree with you and say, "I agree, you're right. Yeah. I, I need to and do better." And probably even
0: feel a little bad about it.
1: Right. Right. And um, you know, and, and usually he's not completely minimizing your needs. If he does that, you know, right off the bat, you know. <laughs> Like I need to run, like don't walk, run. Um, But if he agrees with you, but then he makes no effort to change it or to help you like reassure you in any way, that's, that's a huge red flag because, you know, he might agree with you at that moment. And then you just, after you said it, it's like you didn't even have that conversation because you're seeing no physical change, no effort in, in the way that he listened. And then he wants to apply what you said and do better.
0: Yeah. And we're not talking about like you had the conversation on Monday, Tuesday, he did good and Wednesday he was back to being a loser. We're talking about, you know, sustained levels of progress and Mm -hmm. effort and care and intentionality in your life. And that being said, intentionality does not even need to cost money like it does not cost money to send a text and say hey I can't talk right now I'll call you in a little bit instead of leaving you hanging for days on end Um, it doesn't cost money to just be a good listener and to check in and be a good human that way so obviously there's nothing wrong with flowers we love flowers we love coffee (laughs) we love all the different things those things are great but really having that intentional heart and that that heart to pursue and to make a safe loving environment uh, for a relationship that doesn't have to cost money. You could have someone who buys you whatever you wanted to and he could still be a jerk. If what we're talking about here is really just the heart behind it and that day-to-day putting in what needs to put in for a relationship to work. That I know we just keep like hammering the word effort, but just trying and doing what needs to be done every single day the little things showing up just all of those things not necessarily the big like firework things because those things people can do one time and then go back to being normal but the daily grind that's the part that takes work and that's the part that's going to make it last
1: yeah and you're not too far in to decide it's not working it's so hard when a relationship, even, you know, from the beginning relationships, early stage relationships to the ones that have been extended relationships, it's so hard when those fail and those don't work out. It's so discouraging. Um, but you're not too far in to say this, this isn't working for me. Um, because I can tell you right now, it's going to feel like you wasted your time. It's going to, that's going to be the initial feeling when the relationship stops. Um, you're going to feel like, man, I just wasted a lot of time. But like Leah said in the beginning, it's not a waste of time if you uh, learn something from it. Like if you, if you got something from it and you're like, I can learn to love better. I can, I know myself better. I love myself better through this. Like that's, it's not always a waste of time. And you know, maybe you can handle a lot. Like I know as girls, we can handle a lot of things. Like we can handle guys Saying things that are, you know, hateful and horrible to the guy that's just not even answering your phone calls and leaving you on red, We can handle a lot because we have such high hopes. But um, what's going to happen if you continue this relationship that you're feeling uh, it's not quite right? Um, can your kids handle as much as you can handle? Will they be okay when their dad isn't showing up at their baseball game or their school activities or anything that's important to them? How are you going to be able to look your kids in the eye and say, if I would have ended this relationship sooner when I knew that it wasn't right, you know, how can I look at these kids who are wondering where their dad is because he's still not putting in the effort for them? Because it's not really just about you at this point. I mean, it is right now, but when you continue your relationship and it moves into marriage and kids and your future, um, it affects so much more than you. And I can assure you the waste of time you're going to feel Right now, this minimal (laughs) two years or three years of a long-term relationship that you're in, it's going to be a whole lot less than 30, 40 years of marriage where you're really struggling. And I heard a quote saying, it's better to be single wanting to be married than married wanting to be single. And I thought that is so true. And the bottom line is you just deserve better for that. Like God has more
0: in store for you than hoping that you're loved. Or hoping you'll wake up tomorrow and he's still going to love you. Or hoping that tomorrow will be better. And there's just more to life than that constant like, oh, it was good today. How is it going to be tomorrow? Or, oh man, it was a really, really bad day, but it'll be better later. Like we just have these ups and downs. In relationships, there are ups and downs. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to be easy or that you're always going to like each other or any of that, but the relationship itself, like between you guys, how you're, how you communicate, how you show that care for each other, that part shouldn't be hard. It should really be you guys against the world, facing the things that are going to come up, not a constant battle between the two of you of just, you know, can we even make this work from one day to the next day. Um, And honestly, the bottom line, like Esther said, if God's asking you or if he's putting it on your heart that, hey, this isn't working, just bite the bullet and end it if you need to. The devil will come up with a lot of different things like there's no one else around or I've wasted so much time on this or maybe it'll get better. You know, it's been bad for like a thousand days in a row but maybe maybe I'm just being dramatic. I'm sure it'll get better. I'm sure it's there. The hopes around the corner. Um, or even like, what if I break up with him and I regret it? And I guess the only thing that I can think to say about that is there's no law against if you break up and later decide, oh, wow, this is actually working. He really is the love of my life. And we want to, you know, take this further. No one's going to look at you and go, oh, but you did break up that one time. Remember that? And if they do do Mm -hmm. that, um, I don't know. Say something to them. Say something nicer than I would. (laughs) (laughs) But I just feel like it's almost better to have that feeling of, oh, man, I regret breaking up with him. Like, that was... Kind of sad i'm not talking about the day after because everybody regrets <laughs> it the day after regret, but no matter how bad they are <laughs> yeah, it's just a thing but i'm talking you know if you get down the road a few weeks a few months even and you're like man no god really like he is the man for me and god shows that to you you can always take that step but when you stay in a relationship because you're afraid of the alternative or you're scared that you're not going to be able to find someone else, that's the wrong reason to stay in a relationship. If that's your reason, if your reason is, oh man, we've just been together for so long, or oh, I don't want to deal with like the public embarrassment, or just if those are your reasons, those are not good enough. Because God works in those hard seasons. God works in those awkward things, in the things that you just think, man, I am never going to make it through the I told you so's, I'm never going to like make it past everyone the way it feels like their eyes are looking at me and knowing like my inner soul, you will get past it. That that part's just kind of par for the course and it is hard, don't get me wrong. It is awful, one of the hardest things that you'll probably ever go through, but at the same time, that hard, that uncomfortable, that scary is so much easier than the hard of being married and wishing you weren't or the scary of thinking why on earth did I put this man as the role model for my kids or the uncomfortable of constantly trying to buffer between this man and the opinions of everyone seeing like no he really is a loser and constantly trying to be the middle ground of no 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 he really is so good and trying to save face that way in the future. So if if it's on your heart. And if God's like hey it's really not for you. Just take the step. Trust God. It really will be okay. Esther and I have both been through breakups. And they have not been easy. Um, but I think. Some I Some mean, easier than others. <laughs> <laughs> no really all of them have been so hard. Yeah, they have been. And I don't know. I, like, I feel like it's been hard for me, but ultimately, and I know Esther can say the same thing, ultimately, I wouldn't change it because of the things that I've learned. I wouldn't change having been in a relationship with them because I learned things through that, but I also wouldn't change what I learned having to st- take that step of faith when God was asking me to and um, knowing what I learned about God through that. So just a word, obviously, we're not like advocating for you to break up if you're happy (laughs) and you're in a a good relationship. But I just wanted to throw that out there um, because I know a lot of times that can be a hard thing if it's really there in the pit of your stomach. Like, man, this is really gnawing at me and I don't want to. Um, If it's there and if you feel like that's something that God's asking of you, just just do it and you'll be okay. And if you need any help, (laughs) need encouragement, you just need someone who gets... Uh, what you're going through, literally just text either of us and we'll be right there with you because it is not easy.
1: If you have time today, I encourage you to read 1 Corinthians 13. It's a clear outline of what God intends love to be and um, what love really is in a biblical way. And it'll just encourage you. It'll, it might show you some things, but really, ultimately, I think it will encourage you in your walk with God.
0: Yeah. And it's a great passage not just because it shows, well, because it shows what love is, but ultimately it's who God is, right? Yeah. Because God is love. And so it's just a great I know sometimes it can be overused like all oh, the love chapter or the chapter on charity. Um but it's such a good like list, honestly, and a practical mm-hmm. way to just check in with your relationship or just to check in with like yourself. And how you're showing love to others yeah um so one of my favorite chapters love it so much um, but we hope this episode was a help to you um and hopefully you got something out of it we're so thankful for the time that you took to listen uh today and we just want you to remember you are chosen complete and created for a purpose by a god who loves you infinitely more than you can even imagine